What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the CBN Radio. I am your host, the most Coleman of the Reigns. We are back again uh, for this anniversary, special anniversary episode to none other than the Negro Solstice. So, um, make sure when you're listening to this broadcast, you use that hashtag CBN Radio. Let me know if you're feeling these smooth grooves that I'm giving you today or tonight, whenever you're listening. And uh, sit back, relax, and uh, get ready to dive into a little bit of mood. y'all so it has been a year since the negro solstice the 21st of december the now i guess national black twitter holiday (laughs) uh commemorating the day in which we all woke up with superpowers how hilarious was that how hilarious was that um yeah last year was pretty pretty interesting this year has been one for the books as well Man, if honestly we had these powers to look back on how many things would have gone differently this year alone, not even thinking about the other uh, 2020 and whatnot, but just this year alone, my God, could you imagine, imagine, not imagine, or I imagine, whatever. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so it got me kind of thinking about uh, Negro Solstice, outside of it being this anniversary, is the series Black. It's a comic series where only black people had powers. You know, what would that world look like? But more kind of specifically, Marvel's The Eternals. <sighs> Some of you may know what I'm getting at. So in Marvel's The Eternals, uh, of course, there are groups of these eternal beings who come to Earth and they stay here for a time, yada, 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 a bunch of different races, yada, 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 they have powers. But one Eternal in particular really got me saying there cannot possibly be any black folks in positions of influence at Marvel in the capacity that like a Kevin Feige or like a board of I don't know, directors or advisors, because one plot line that 
really, really stood out to me. And I was just like, this was a choice. So the Eternals have been here forever and a day, slowly giving us technology, us humans, and letting us know, um, you know, kind of advancing us a bit. And not unbeknownst to them, the whole point was so that they could uh, bring forth this celestial, you know, who would essentially destroy Earth, but could be born from all of the advancements. Now, Fastos, the black male Eternal, who has the knowledge and ability to, like, create and invent things, this man saw what happened in Hiroshima because of his creation, his um, his bomb, and cried to Selma Hayek and told her, like, hey, I'm done, I'm done with humans, this is, this is the end for me, this, I'm so upset, and... It just leads one to think that however terrible that may have been in this fictional world that we're in, slavery also happened. And slavery happened decades before Hiroshima. And this isn't to say that the events of Hiroshima were not terrible. Like, by no means, if I would hope that's not your takeaway from this uh, conversation. But what got me is that out of decades of advancement and out of decades of eons, centuries, millennia of creating and inventing for the human race, it took Hiroshima to be the thing that upset you so much that you no longer wanted to invent ever again. You wanted to separate yourself from the human race. You did not want anything to do with these savage and destructive humans. Slavery happened. The transatlantic slave trade happened. I Do you see where I'm coming from? <laughs> like, I said this was definitely a choice. And what I'm not going to do is give this a pass and say something like, oh, well, he, um, it was the bomb he created that did X, Y, and Z, and all oh, this was so terrible, because no, no one's arguing that Hiroshima was terrible. What we're saying is, out of all of the terrible things that have happened to black people throughout cultures, throughout different spaces, physical spaces on Earth, specifically America, and out of all of the things that have happened, you mean to tell me you can bypass all of that. You can look at all of these people who look exactly like you because these folks didn't know that they were, spoiler alert, like copies of, I don't know, alien robot machine, whatever. You go years, decades, eons, millennia thinking that you know, you're this black person and you have these powers and you do this thing and you see all these people who look like you becoming slaves. And Hiroshima is the thing that's... Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, call me crazy. But that just don't sit right with me. That is one of my biggest gripes with that movie. 
and maybe, and I'm not going to let this be a pass for for that movie because I'm not. Maybe it was okay. Um, let's not have the Asian character go through this. Let's have the, another race, a character of another race. And also, I get the idea that Fastos is the one who created this bomb, and then it was used for this violence or what. I mean, whatever. I get that, but that it doesn't matter. The optics. You can't tell me this doesn't look crazy. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, so coming up on or being here at the anniversary of the Negro Solstice and seeing things like that, it's like, uh, how freaking silly do you have to be? How tone deaf to have that be a plot line? Um, So I would recommend um, check out Black. Black is, and I'm going to... I want to make sure I say these names correctly, because y'all know I can butcher your name in a minute. Um, Kwanzaa Osajifo, I believe, O-S-A-J-Y-E-F-O. That's the creator and writer. Um, Tim Smith is the creator designer. Jamal Igle is the illustrator. Kari Randolph is the cover artist. And Sarah Litt is the editor. This is a very interesting story, again, um... In a world that already hates and fears them, what if only black people had superpowers? So um, for the first either volume or first installment, um, it reads that after being gunned down by police, Kareem Jenkins miraculously survives and learns that he is part of the biggest lie in history. Only black people have superpowers. Now he must decide whether it's safer to keep it a secret or if the truth will set him free. So this was a Kickstarter um, series and this is issues one through six and again i'm not certain how this is collected if this is a volume one or if this is just the first six issues because i know there is uh black af and that is um i think it's like a spinoff this is ta, 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 ta. i'm trying to see i think it's its own thing but in this one Eli Franklin is a 15-year-old girl living in rural Montana, and she just happens to be the most powerful person on the planet. In the aftermath of the world learning that only black people have superpowers, Eli makes her first, I'm sorry, her debut as the superhero good girl on a mission to help people and quell the fear of empowered blacks. When a super terrorist threatens to take away everything Eli has worked towards, will donning a patriotic costume be enough for her to find acceptance? So again, these are pretty interesting series, and I do ask that, um, you know, if you have time, check them out. And I think they're in direct contrast to that Fastos bullshit. And it just makes sense with the Negro Solstice. Um, So yeah, let's get into this next track. And uh, I'll be back. (laughs) Thank you.
so another something that I kind of had on my head when thinking about the Negro Solstice, we get a lot of race-bent characters, and we, well, let me not say that. I'll say when fan casting, we do a lot of race-bending um, with Blurds, and, you know, people are starting to do a little bit more of that, especially when you look at, like, the X-Men, and, you know, oh, who, would you recast the Avengers, and blah, blah, whatever, and hell, if you listen to uh, the John Effect podcast, his monthly installment with he and I, Gay Side Stories, every time we do a <laughs> fan cast, you know that I'm coming up with a slew of black folks. But that being said, um, I, I watched the first episode of Inhumans. I hadn't watched it when it first came out, and I was... It was a bunch of bad reviews, terrible reviews. And I was curious, just randomly, I was like, okay, well, let me see what this is about. Let me see if it's so bad. And honestly, y'all, I didn't think Inhumans was so terrible. Um, Again, at this time, I've only seen the pilot episode. And there were things that could have been improved, like Medusa's hair, which is like, good God, what in the Tyler Perry production is going on with that wig? The CGI was god-awful. But um, it had me thinking, like, has anyone ever fan-casted the Inhumans? And with this show being so poorly received and having that one season so long ago, I think 2017 or 2018, there has to be a space for rebooting the Inhumans. Maybe not you know, in the next year or three, but like somewhere down the line. And so that's what I did. I I consumed the episode. I did a little bit of studying on the Inhumans and I fan casted my own cast of Inhumans. So, you know, if you want to hear that, then you uh, stay tuned to Carefree Black Nerd Podcast in the future. Somewhere in June, you'll get that. Inhumans fan casting history lesson sort of thing. Um, and I'd like for you to tune in, use that hashtag CBN pod and let me know if I, you know, hit the nail on the head or if it's like, nah, bruh, even race bending or gender bending, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm always open for the hate no <laughs> i'm i'm joking but yeah i would like y'all to tune in and let me know um because we do have some distance from the inhuman series by years and also by marvel productions do you think that there's a space for an inhumans reboot or should we just like leave it where it is uh let me know and use the hashtag cbn radio let me know let me know <laughs> let me know so yeah let's take uh, another musical break <laughs> and we'll be back
Yeah. So, I want to give, before this broadcast ends, I want to give a huge shout-out. One, to BYNK Radio. Phenomenal collection of people. I am so grateful to be affiliated with them. However, this is for Cole Jackson, the hardest working man in podcasting. The lengths that this man goes to get stuff done, to be attentive, to produce, to create, to like oversee. And I mean it in all the best ways. (laughs) There is a series running, a show on BYNK that is titled We Watch This. Now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware. I will leave a link in the show notes. Um, but it's a movie podcast. It's a movie review. Uh, got some nerd knowledge. Got some recasting. Got some hot takes. And Cole and I get on with a guest and, you know, talk talk our stuff. Season 1 was the 90s, all 90s, classic 90s films. Season 2, which is currently airing now, is the season of Black Love. Uh, I figure if we're going to be going into some Negro Solstice anniversary talk, we might as well get into that Black Love. The Black Love season has not gone 100% the way that we thought, which I think is so hilarious. Um, check it out. Check out that show is skip around listen to them all you know in order or whatnot but check out that show and let us know what your thoughts are the hashtag is wwtpod you should uh, search that on twitter you'll see some episodes there or you can follow the show at we watched this and that is we w-a-t-c-h-d T-H-I-S. That'll be in the show notes as well. But yeah, check out that show. When Cole and I... Well, when Cole brought the idea, I was like, man, I'm in. And if you want to hear me a bit more, I'll say loose. Um, because there is some libations involved. Please check out We Watch This. And shout out to Cole Jackson. This man is doing... God, this man is amazing. Shout out to you, Cole. Keep on, keep keeping on. Hey, keep keeping on. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so thank you all for tuning in to this broadcast, the third broadcast of CBN Radio. So the plan is actually to put on, you know, maybe once a month, do a little CBN radio for you all. And uh, just let me know if this is something you'd be interested in. Just um, shoot a Saturday morning, a Thursday evening or something. Just putting on CBN radio, listening to the, the grooves, the mood music, a little bit of talking from your boy. <laughs> And um, so let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. But yeah, I'm, I'm planning on in the new year coming back at least once a month with um, a CBN radio because uh, I enjoy I enjoy talking to you guys over the airwaves. So that being said, you know, um, hit me up, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, uh, Carefree Black Nerd on all other social media platforms. Um, if you want to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. If it's for this phenomenal broadcast, please, somewhere in the subject, 
uh, put CBN radio so I'll know what this is for. That's the other thing. I want to have some of you guys on. This is a much shorter show. This is a much more condensed show. But uh, send me a voice note. You got something to want to get off your chest? You got uh, some superhero comic nerd stuff? I want to hear that too. And I may come up with... I don't know, maybe a, a theme or certain questions uh, every episode or something. We'll figure it out as we go along. But if you do want to get your voice on the radio and you want to speak to your boy, let me know. <laughs> so yeah, hashtag CBN Radio, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. And until next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. Have a wonderful holiday season. And I'll see you guys on the other side in 2020. 22.